Do you ever think that Kessel looks like Gritty? Do you mean like by saying that he looks like an angel? Yes. And welcome back to Where's My Stick, episode 9. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Kelsey. I'm Christy. <laughs> and I'm Danielle. So starting it off, um, we have just recently said goodbye to Carl Hagelin. Um, as we talked about last episode, Jim Rutherford was hyping up some big changes coming as the Penguins have been sort of struggling, um, especially throughout November. And the first of his moves was to trade Haglin, Carl Haglin, to the LA Kings for Tanner Pearson. Um, and the hopes are that this will sort of give the Penguins a kickstart and change their game up a little bit. So how do we feel about the trade? I don't know anything about Tanner Pearson. Like, I still don't know what kind of player he is. But if he's younger than Hags, uh, I guess like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him. But I feel like it's good that Jim Rutherford isn't the type of GM that sticks with the same sticks with like the team that you won with, even though even as they're getting older. So that's good. But sentimentally, I'm gonna miss Hags a lot. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I'm gonna miss Hags too. I I've actually talked about trading Carl Hagelin a, a lot <laughs> the past few years. Um, and I I kind of figured that this year he would probably be the one to go because I just knew that the Penguins weren't gonna resign him. I have a couple of issues about the Tanner Pearson uh, trade, um, but we should definitely say that you know um, the Penguins or they're retaining like two hundred fifty thousand of Haglin's um, cap hit, so it's just like the cap hits are the same for both teams. Um, but I mean, there's some benefits, and then there's also some concerns for me for this trade. Um, one, I mean, Carl Haglin is such a good penalty killer, and he's such a huge part of the Penn speed, even as their speed is like decreasing this year and some of last year. And like Carl Haglin has always been consistently fast and he's fast in like so many different ways like their four check just in general on their pk um he's he's so good on malkin's wing even though he doesn't score and like it's just it to me that's a huge gap to fill like i know that carl's old he's older he's turned he's 30 and i know that he doesn't put up the points but i mean i think that out of all the players that um, the depth scoring that the Penguins um, depth wingers, um, I think that Carl was the most the, the best one. And, and I and I get that like you know you have to trade a good player to get something. Um, I don't know. It, it still sucks to me. But the one thing that concerns me about this trade is that you know the uh, again one of the biggest concerns for the Penguins right now is depth scoring. So then they pick up a guy who has no points in his last 30 games, um, including playoff games. Um, and so that's concerning to me. Um, I've also heard that he did, he was a goal scorer before, but then when he got moved off of Jeff Carter's line, he stopped producing. So that's concerning. But it, it seems like right now, and we're recording in the middle of uh, 
the Pens versus Tampa game. Um, he's on Malkin's wing, which is good. Um, and I think I obviously believe that Evgeny Malkin is a better center than Jeff Carter. Um, but people are saying that he is a um, big, um, a left wing power forward, and he's fast, but he's not obviously he's not as fast as Carl Hagelin. Um, but he is, he's definitely, um, he definitely has the speed. He has a good first stride, um, when he skates and, um, and that's good. The Pens need that. Um, he's a shoot, he has a shoot first mentality and he's definitely been taking shots and it just seems like the puck hasn't been going in for him. But, um, I think that's good to have on Malkin's wing on that shoot first mentality because sometimes Gino really does like to um, be the main passer and, and to set up plays for his winger. So, um, so I think that's good. Uh, we'll see. I, I have, um, I, I have hopes for him. I mean, he is younger, so that's good that um, Rutherford is trying to get the team to, to be younger. Another concern I have is that he signed for the next two years at 3.75. And one thing that I was, I was looking forward to was like the fact that if Hags Hags was gone, we got that four million cap space back. So right now we still have only reduced our cap for next year at two hundred and fifty thousand, um, and we still have to sign Jake and sign another three C and maybe not a four C. But um, those are just concerns I have like for the future. But yeah, I mean, it sucks. I just wonder. Like you said, Kelsey, Jim Rutherford wanted to shake things up, and I'm just wondering if this is the best way to go about it. Like, I mean, I don't know how much getting Tanner Pearson will really shake up the team. Um, and I've heard from other people and that and and beat reporters that Jim's. I mean, when I say I've heard, I've read. I'm not. They're not. Talking <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> but um. Me? No, not me. They're like, no, this girl's insane. Blah. Um, but I heard that Jim's not done, but I just, I honestly, I can't see what other moves he would make. And I guess maybe we'll go into that later on in the episode, but yeah, so we'll see. I wonder if, if Tanner Post Pearson is really going to make a big difference. Um, I hope so. Unfortunately, he's wearing Chris Kunitz's number, which is not ideal in my opinion. Um, I don't, I don't see how you can still wear a number that someone of uh, someone on the team. So that's actually kind of weird. I have to look into that. I've tweeted the Penguins; they haven't answered me yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. We'll monitor their response. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we'll follow up with the on the podcast. Everyone, yes. you'll, you'll figure out what's going on. Maybe it'll turn out really well because Sydney will like forget and think that it's Chris Kunitz and do really well. I kinda, Maybe. I kind of I kinda wonder about like how Hacks is going to fit in LA though since they're so slow and he's yeah. so fast. And like that was his issue when he went to um, Anaheim. Like he was a fast skater and like he didn't fit into their system. And like, I, like LA they're supposed to be they're I don't know if they, they've admitted this to themselves yet, but they need to be in a rebuild. And, like, adding 30-year-old Carl Hagelin, who's a free agent at the end of the year, I don't know, like, what that's going to help for them. But, I don't know, I wish him the best. I hope he scores some goals, except against my teams. 
Um, yeah, I, I absolutely wish Hags the best. I'm trying to find the tweet, but I think Dmitry Filipovich said. Oh, my guy. Yeah, he said, what did he say? Okay, so he said, the trade is Tanner Pearson for the third round pick Carl Haglin will fetch in three months at the deadline. So I really, I actually think that I agree with that. I don't think that the Kings are going to, obviously, they're not going to sign um, re-sign Haglin and because I, I just don't see him fitting in with their system. They it seems like their top guys are pretty much producing. Like um, the the Russian guy that they signed, I always forget Kovalchuk? his name. Yeah, Kovalchuk. Um, he's been producing pretty well, and then um, they say that uh, Drew Doughty is doing really <laughs> well, and. Um, Dustin Brown, when he's in the um, lineup, he's doing well. So it really is just like their depth scoring that's not um, showing up, which is, it's just weird that like, I mean, on surface level, this trade, it's like both teams need depth scoring, but neither person that they traded is really considered depth scorers. I don't know. Who knows? I think everyone, like they said, it's just like a change of scenery trade. So we'll see. Um, Tanner Pearson seems like a really sweet guy. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully it works out for Hags, too. I wonder yeah. where he's going to go. We'll also monitor that. <laughs> Christy, you made me so sad because, like, you're talking about what, how um... – Los Angeles is a slower team, and I just got this picture in my head as Hacklin as this like majestic racehorse being like put into a tiny <laughs> ring. That's well, literally, it, it could be he could just like you know how what's that guy's name in Arizona like um, Grabner? How he's he's yeah. really fast, so he always gets mm-hmm. like shorthanded opportunities. I feel like maybe that could be Hacklin if everyone on the team is so so slow. He, how fast he is. It's just gonna look even faster, and then he might get a couple looks, and like eventually he'll get like um he'll get um like um what's it goals if he if he keeps if he keeps getting like shorthanded chances or something. I don't know. I just wish I just hope he does well. I do too, because he's really cool. Um. I, I mean, I would best case scenario that that happens, but Hags doesn't have the hands for that. <laughs> so, yeah, like everything about Michael Grabner is like very fast. I hate him. And Arizona, um, Arizona's like they still they have like some fast uh, skaters on their team. I mean, not everyone, but there's it's like him and some other guy that's like really good on their PK. Dylan Strom. No, not Dylan Strom. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> He's, he's a good, he's a nice person. Oh my god, Kelsey, did you see that video I sent? The the family vacation vine? Oh, oh I, my god. No. <laughs> I didn't. Kelsey! <laughs> oh my god. Look how mad Mulgan is. He is pissed. He looked away from the camera. Oh my god. Who, who should he be mad at? No, like... Like, okay. Um, He's, like channeling his inner rage he doesn't like Tampa Bay 
Okay. I don't know why you keep attacking him getting Mulligan. Do you want to talk about it now? Because, like, I don't know why you keep attacking him. I'm not, like, attacking him, but he's taking a lot of dumb penalties. Okay, he, he took... He just, okay, he did, but he also has two points right now. So... Okay, I can give him that. So, but... if you want to take him out of the game, then that's minus two points. Oh. I mean, people have talked about sitting him because of the penalties. I sort of and feel that's like... that's just unrealistic. It is unrealistic, but I feel like people are willing to let him get away with more if he's also um, scoring. Like, producing. Yeah, scoring. And I, I, think, he's been... I think he's frustrated with himself because he yeah, hasn't absolutely. been scoring and that's where he gets like, that's where his dumb penalty, oh, look at Rusty. That's where he, that's how he gets his like penalties. Yeah. Because he's and frustrated the, oh, with himself. Oh, look at that giveaway. Um, Which is understandable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like, here's the thing, like, Hockey is all about confidence, and like when you're not scoring, like you, especially Malkin, he's a very emotional player, and so he's gonna get frustrated, and he really just needs to calm down. And the fact that all right, he's not producing, and the Pens aren't winning, mm-hmm. so then that's even more. Right. So and Sid's out, so he's gonna feel yeah, more pressure. Yeah, so he's on gonna himself. feel exactly. And like wow, call up Tristan Jari so he can score, score some goals. So we're. We're good with the the trade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One other sort of contract event that happened was they extended Jim Rutherford for an additional three years. Yes. Um, uh, any thoughts on that or? I thought that was actually kind of weird. Yeah. Same. It was, in my opinion, it was bad timing because yeah. <laughs> the pair are losing, and and I want everyone evaluated. I don't want this contract given out. <laughs> and yeah. I also feel like as much as I, I I'm I'm split on it because I I definitely appreciate Jim Rutherford and I think that what he has done for the organization is great. Like he's made some amazing trades like uh, Phil Kessel, um Derek Brassard was a good one in my opinion. Um Carl Daily Friskadary. Daily Friskadary um what is it? What was the other one? Nick Benino. Like, he just... I mean, everything came together better than I think he expected, but, I mean, he's done some really great things. At the same time, he's also done some bad things. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'll give him a pass on Hunwick um, because, you know, he's a, really fast spa- he's a really fast skater, and you think that, you know, of a, a third-pairing defenseman to replace Trevor Daly, okay. It did not work out. Um, but I'll give him a pass on that one. Jack Johnson, I will not give him a pass on that. I think that was a pity signing, and I, I we don't have we don't have cushion for that, and so that was really bad. Um, I think sometimes he might be a little bit too trigger happy. Um. But it's during the season, and most of his trades really work out, so I can't really say too many bad things about it. And then also, he's just, like, getting old. You know? Like, <laughs> 70, a 72-year-old, 73-year-old GM. Like, yeah. What happens if he dies? That to, that to me... Oh, my God. <laughs> Kelsey. <laughs> oh, I mean, rest in peace, I guess. I don't know why I'm sad. I didn't even think about that. Like, I mean, like... R.I.P. Um... But yeah, to me, just with that age, is just the lack of like 
just like old people are just so much more like stuck in their ways. They they don't mm-hmm. want to see reason. They're not like it doesn't seem like they'll adjust to the you know the way the game changes. Like they just seem stuck in their ways, and that to me is a problem, especially for like a GM of a team who has maybe two to three, and if you milk it right, three to four more years of Sid and uh, Gino being like top ten. Um. So, like, that's concerning to me. Can Braden Point not? Thanks. <laughs> I just think that, like, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, especially, like, the timing of it. Like, they're in the middle of, like, a really bad losing streak. Like, you didn't need to sign him right right now. You guys could have waited. But, yeah, like... I don't know. It's I've especially with like the way the team has been going. Like I feel like teams been going on like a like a downward like trajectory and signing him for three more years is a little it's a little Mario Lemieux, what are you doing? Why are you signing him right now? Mm-hmm. But I mean, hopefully like he can always retire. But then I was also thinking about, like, his family, and he has, like, a son who's, like, seven years old. And I was just like, oh, like, they're going to be in Pittsburgh stability for three more years. But, I mean, he can retire and still uh, retire to, I mean, live in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I I think he has too much pride to retire. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, I think this is, like, an ego thing as much as it, like, he just comes up there. And, like, listen, at first I was all for the ego. He's, like, because um, he's, like, I mean, he had a team won back-to-back cups. Like, I get it. You're going to be confident. But then also, like, look at we are. Like, you come in here confident and we suck. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So somebody tweeted this, and I think it's really interesting. Um, Wes Crosby, he tweeted that the Devils lead the Flyers 1-0 in the third period, and if the Devils win and the Penguins lose in regulation tonight, the Pens will be tied for the least amount of points in the Eastern Conference, not even the Metro, and, like, that's really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know if you guys listen to the post-games, but, um... They were talking about. They're like, well, the Pens aren't the last in the in the Eastern Conference, and it's like, dude, they're one point behind New Jersey, who just beat them. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And like, I sh- I talk about Mark Darnay a lot, and I should just block him or mute him so I don't get frustrated. But like, I get it. There's 64 games left in the season, and the Penguins normally turn it on in December, but like, they're never this bad. Like, they're not, this, like, it's not, it's, I mean, maybe they are this bad, but, like, the Metro's never this good. Like, you know that you'll always be behind the the Islanders will be behind you, and the Devils won't be as good. But, no, the Islanders are doing good. The Devils are doing better than you. Like, it's... I, I, I hate that, like, oh, it's only, like, you know, they turn it on, like, in the middle of, like, March or, like, December or whatever. But, like, they need to, they need to, like, build their points now like these points still matter even though it's early and the worst part is that like 
like they're not doing well in the Metro, which used to be, the, it's like weird. Cause the things that they used to be good at, they're not good at this year. Like playing at home, they suck at it. Playing yeah. um, Metro division rivals. They suck at it. Like they would normally lose, but they lose to like a, a coyote. I mean the coyotes or the um, avalanche Vancouver. or yeah, Vancouver teams that aren't in their division or their conference. And that is okay in my opinion, but you got to win the the Islanders versus the Islanders. You gotta win versus the um the Devils. You gotta win versus the Rangers. Like honestly, like I don't know. That's just the frust- the frustrating part about it. It's like they're losing and they're not even getting to overtime. Like they're losing. Yeah, in they're losing regulation. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, signing Jim. I don't know. What do you think <laughs> about it, Kelsey? I agree. Um, you said something that I thought was really interesting. You said that he tends to be a little bit chair happy. And I think mm-hmm. that especially now, especially with like the comments that he's made and maybe I see, I am upset that they signed him before he really did anything. Cause now I feel like maybe he doesn't, I mean, I'm sure that he has his sense of pride and wanting to have a winning hockey team, but I feel like now he feels more secure for the next few mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to affect his decision making. And I feel like with the way that he's been talking, he may be a little bit reckless and make decisions that might not pan out the best that they could just because he feels like he has to do something. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he needs a really good assistant GM and I don't know that he has one. Yeah. yeah. But like, I also feel like, People, they're not going to fall for the same things over, like, over and over again. Like, he was able to, he was able to, like, wheel out these, like, really, really good deals that work for the pens. Like, I remember listening to a podcast and they were like, once Jim Rutherford calls, like, he's not answering. Because it's just like, it's not going to be a good trade for you. Right. So, it's just like, I think, I don't think he has, like, adjusted to that. Ooh. I don't think he's, like... I don't think he's adjusted to that really, and just like, um, what else was like? Did you see his press conference? He was like, "Oh, I'll see you guys in thirty minutes." Like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. I, I was, was like, like "You what? monster! Are you insane? Like, you monster!" Yeah, I was like, "This is a man who could care less about my health or my happiness." I know. Like, yeah, I'll see you in thirty minutes. Like, how dare you? I was at yeah, home, but... like. Wait, what? If I was at school, I would have been, like, crying in, like, the classroom. Yeah, I don't even know where I was. Oh, I was at work. Um, yeah, I don't... That was wild. Wild. So you want to talk about Malkin and his penalties? Yes. Should we do it as, like, Malkin and his penalties or the team and their penalties? Because this game, I don't think it's been just him. Right. Yeah, we'll talk about Justin. It's fine. Well, that Wilson kid who I've never seen before getting a penalty. He's cute though, but still. Remember Scott Wilson? Yeah, Yeah, he's hurt. He hasn't played a single game for Buffalo, and that is so concerning, in my opinion. Well, Connor's doing good. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, he's. I would rather Scott Wilson do better than Connor. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> I was never a Connor Sheary fan. <laughs> I think his fiance. So small, Daniel. I mean, that has oh, yeah, you hate his fiance. Yeah, his fiance is just so rude. Wait, isn't that his wife now? Yeah, yeah. I still like to disrespect her and call her a fiance. <laughs> so yeah, Gino and his penalties. He takes them. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you guys tell me what you're gonna say because I'm just gonna be on the defense. So. <laughs> I mean, like, I think. I think talking talking it out earlier like helped me really like get it out because like I'm not gonna be on like Twitter being like trade him like sit him like I know like they need him but he has been taking a lot of like some penalties lately and talking it out with you guys it's just like he's he hasn't been scoring and he's frustrated and like when he's frustrated it leads to him being more reckless and taking like dumber penalties. And now that Sid's out, like, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. And that can also be a factor. And it's like, he's taking these penalties and he's not, and he's also not scoring and the Penguins are also losing. So it's just, it's just a lot of, a lot of things coming at him all at once. Yeah, I mean, I think that the team as a whole tonight, um, like when Cullen... Cullen's penalty was unacceptable. Yeah, that was really bad. That like, was really bad. And Phil's, I was okay with. I mean, I feel like Phil is trying to be a little bit more physical this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's Jim Rutherford now. Um, but, yeah, I think that as a whole, the team has to be better. settle down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're probably all frustrated. But, like, that's going to happen. Like, they're they're frustrated because they're losing, and it's like they're taking these dumb penalties, and they're P- well, before like before they traded Haglund, like their PK wasn't that bad, but now their PK is bad. So it's just like you can't afford to take these penalties because it will lead to you losing and being more frustrated because you're losing. Like, I think. Uh, oh, go ahead, Chrissy. Sorry. Yeah, no, that was basically it. So, all right, before I say the PK is bad, I, I would like to see the PK have some time to adjust because mm-hmm. it really didn't get any time to adjust. And they really didn't, I mean, this today was the first um, practice with Pearson, so they may not have gotten um, time with him to go over the PK. So, and the fact that the the by the second period, the Penguins already took six penalties, like the PKers are probably tired. Doesn't and the less... Know penalties you take the better your pk will be obviously but um so yeah i would give it time before they say the pks they lost a huge part of the pk so they just need time to shift it and adjust it <laughs> it was like, like a rutherford but um but like okay so with the whole malkin and the penalty things like i don't know when i first started watching the penguins i noticed that he took a lot of penalties and like i was a new fan so i was like sit him and then my one friend well obviously Andy sat me down and was like okay so they don't do that with players that good and like (laughs) it shouldn't like him taking penalties yeah they're ill-timed and yeah the other team may score on it but like he adds more than he uh, subtracts from this team and like Manny on Twitter um, said it one time like he was saying he was like Manny who? like I'm sorry? <laughs> you don't know who Manny is? All right. So anyway, his tweet was like, 
you know, because of, because, you know, G- GAR or G-A-R, it, like, mm-hmm. it accounts for, it's, like, a new stat to, like, overall, like, a t- like a player's, like, a rank for a player. And it's, like, the penalties they take, how many they don't take, face-offs, everything. And so Malkin's, the one of the worst categories for him is penalties. And, like, because of the penalties, it, like, took down his, like, GAR, JAR or G-A-R rating, um, like, almost a whole percentage point. Or, yeah, percentage point. And, like, um, everyone was like, oh, see, like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, he co-tweeted it and was like, for everyone in my mentions, like, he's still ranked, like, top something even because of the penalties that he takes. So, like, Malkin is still a good player. Yes, he takes these penalties. And, yes, they may frustrate you. But you have to take the good with the bad for certain players. And, like, I'm sorry. I know I'm absolutely biased. But he gives, like, it's. That's just, it's just his, like, that's just how he plays. Like, this isn't new. He's been taking penalties since he got in the league. And, like, I don't understand where all this new hate, or maybe it's just because I follow more people now, and I realize that, like, all the hate that he gets, it's not that serious. Like, you, people saying to sit him, to, to trade him, and yeah, I'm being dramatic because I've only seen, like, maybe one or two tweets about it, but, like, honestly, guys, chill out. Like, this guy has brought so much to Pittsburgh, I can see how it could be like frustrating when it's like really, really ill timed. But I agree with what you're saying and that he adds more than he takes away. Like even though he took like um how many penalties today, he still has like two points. Yeah, two took and he's still like two points. He's still the he's still like the leading point person yeah. on the team. I, oh. So like yeah, he definitely is. Because he added yeah. like two points there. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I get so upset about it because, like, he really is my favorite player, and he really is the reason why I watch hockey. And like, it's like game seven of the regular season, and he takes three penalties in a game, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, fire him, trade him." And it's not, <laughs> it's not the Stanley Cup final. It's not the game that's gonna get us in the into the playoffs. Like, it was a big moment, and Gino was like shitting the bed. Maybe I can understand it. So, um, Oshi, he was recently the vic- He was recently um, involved in another hit um, during the Washington Jets games, um, yeah. or I guess Capitals Jets game, um, when Morrissey hit him up, not up high, but like kind of in boarding position, um, and he was fined. Um, and what do we think about that hit? So, real quick, I just want to say, um, so it was like kind of like a hit, and then he threw him down on the ground, like on the ice, like right on his neck head area, and oh, that okay. to me, I remember was the worst part. <gasps> yeah. So I think that was the worst part because the hit into the boards, okay, but and then it was like he pulled him back, and then Oshie fell like right on his head or neck. And, and like flipped over it was really it, I don't know I'm not I'm not one to feel bad for TJ Oshi but it was a pretty bad hit and I think he's concussed like yeah yeah um, so admittedly I've only seen it in um gif form I also want to say gif is it gif or gif um I I've think gif gif I think I've only seen the animated version of it um <laughs> which I think is slowed down quite a bit so mm-hmm. I don't know if it looks different at full speed, but um, is it possible that that was just 
the way he was holding him when they both hit and the momentum kind of pulled them both down? I don't know. It seemed, I mean, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that he meant to do it. I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that he meant to do it, but, um, I don't, it, it, it looked kind of vindictive, but anything slowed down can look bad. Sure. Of course. Um, I want to see if I can find the hit again. But I think um, it, it this, the hit was similar to the hit on Elias Pedersen. And so, um, yeah, I was kind of surprised that the that the repercussion or the or the repression on Morrissey wasn't the same as on uh, the, the Panthers player. Um, and, I'm like what? I'm, like, watching it, and they're, like, arm in arm, and then, I don't, like, it's weird. Yeah, it was a really weird play, and, like, I don't know, I'm not an Oshi fan. I'm actually, I would love to be called, I, I, I would love if people knew me as an Oshi hater. I would love that. I feel like I would take pride in that. But, um, so I'm, I, I'm not, like, upset about anything. I mean, I don't think, I don't want to see a player hurt. But um, Oshi supports Wilson too much for me to really be, you know, worried about his health and happiness. But um, he's also had like a rough go of it, like the past couple of days. Like everyone's trying to hurt him. Yeah, and I mean, I think that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh my gosh, is so, Ricky in charge? I don't know. Yeah, Kelsey retire. Hey. Recky is you Lego of... freak. <laughs> oh it looks like God. he's in charge of like the empty net situation. He looks in his suit. He looks like Kanye in that one video with the. <laughs> oh my God, Kelsey! I just realized what you're talking about. Um, he does. Aww. Yeah, I. I don't know. I think that the the discipline for Morsi wasn't enough. Like that fine was laughable. Actually, I don't know how much uh, Morsi makes. Oh uh-huh. no. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much he makes, but eight thousand dollars is not going to do anything. For yeah, him. that's really nothing. And I I honestly thought he was going to get a game. I thought it, it. I thought worst case scenario it would be two. Best case scenario it would be one. Um, I'm very surprised that he that he didn't get a game. The consistency is so weird in the NHL. I do think that if the Department of Player Safety wants or claims to be serious about getting these kinds of things out of the game, even if it, I mean, I feel like they should have done something harsher than the fine, even if it was just like one or two games. I don't, I, I don't know. The, the Jets fan in me is just like, no, they need him, but... The in like the broad sense, I'm just like, yeah, probably deserved a game or two. Yeah, I would say, if I'm being like rational and maybe consistent, then I'd say yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's not. Uh... Oh my gosh, the thing is really, really lost. They're so bad. What if someone gets traded in the middle of the night tonight? 
Who? Okay, who, okay. If you guys are Jim Rutherford, who would you trade next? Um, I mean, rationally or irrationally. I mean, he's not gonna trade Jack Johnson, so don't even like, <laughs> think of it. I was gonna say no. Casey DeSmith. Oh yeah. Oh. Honestly, SJ replied to something that I tweeted. I forget even what I tweeted, but she was like, "Um, DeSmith and Jack Johnson for Nylander." And I was like, that actually yes. makes sense because the Leafs need a different backup goalie because Garrett Sparks really isn't working out for them. Really? And I feel like really? Could... I thought he was doing yeah. good. He's shaky. I think that they should shore that up. Um, well, I mean, logically, I think they should shore it up, but I'd be fine with them suffering. They gave up two of their backup goalies to keep him. I know. I know. That's because he was Kyle's boy in the AHL. Garrett's rookie mistake. Actually, like a really good boy. Mr. Dubas. What if Nylander doesn't work out for Dubas? I think that'd be really like I think that'd be really, really funny. Like how Thank he's you. supposed to be like the wonder kid and then he fucked up their goaltending situation when they had a surplus and he fucked up Nylander. I mean Yeah. Oh my god. But they could totally be tricked into thinking Jack Johnson could help their weak defense. Yeah. And Put him in the right situation. Willie. I'm not even going to get my hopes up. Like, I've been fooled well, no. before. <laughs> I've been fooled before. I really, I really, really, really wanted the Penguins to get Matt Duchesne. And I wanted them to get Galchenyuk. And I was like, it could happen. I was thinking of all these scenarios. And then... It did not happen. And they both went to teams that I don't actively cheer for. So I'm not even going to pretend with Nylander. I think that if he gets traded, he's going to go to the West. Oh my god, that's even worse. Oh, I don't know where. I don't know where. None of the teams in the West are good. I should end up at, like, the Golden Knights. Oh my god, no. I mean, they have the cap hit. To pay him, right? But they're bad. Yeah. I mean, adding Nylander might not hurt. I mean, what if he goes might... to Winnipeg, take a discount. What? <laughs> what if he, What if he goes to Calgary, take a hometown discount oh, yeah. since he's from there? He's well, from he Sweden. Born, he was born in Calgary. Yeah, but he claims Sweden. Yeah, but what if he goes to Buffalo to be with his brother? Um. No, I don't want that. I want it. No, that's, like, very selfish. Alex was going through a lot of stuff. Like, he really needed to, um... They actually wrote an article about it. It's really good. But, um... Oh, but how, like, this season? Yeah. This season, um... It's, like, a new season for him. He's doing really well in the AHL. And, like, he had to just, like, break up, like, the fact that... Like, the success of his father and the success of his brother. And the fact that he's still in the AHL. And, like, he was talking to his coach. And he was saying that, like, you know... Some players have different routes to the NHL, and, like, mm-hmm. he just, it's not about when you get to the NHL, it's about staying in the NHL, yeah. and so he's really been really, like, it's like, it was, like, a mental game for him, and, like, his defense, and he's just been doing really, he's been doing good, I think he's, I think, last time I checked, he had nine points in 12 games in the AHL, but um, I think it's a lot more now, obviously, because that was last time I checked, but, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, he was really, like, I think that, I mean, it's hard because, like, being the younger brother and, like, your dad's really good and then, like, your brother's good and he's on Toronto and everyone's talking about that. And, like, 
I mean, as much as like people don't really talk about Buffalo that much, but a lot of people would love a, a um, Sabres and Leafs rivalry. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the Sabres just aren't as good yet. And I mean, that just adds fuel to the fire because like you could talk about like Austin Matthews and Jack Eichel, like American boys against each other. And then Alex Nylander and um, William Nylander and like the brothers. And it's just like, yeah, that rivalry would be really cool. And um, but yeah, I think that like it's a mental game for him. So I, that's why I don't want his brother on the team. Like, I'm just like, no, um, let him prosper by himself. Yeah. William took a while to get to the NHL, too, though. Like, I think, I think like he a- took. Two, like a season, two yeah, seasons the, or something. Yeah, Alex has been in the HL for two two seasons. This yes. is third, this is his third season of the HL. So it's it's kind of like the same timeline a little bit. I mean, maybe, I guess maybe. Hmm. But he was just saying that there was a lot. It was definitely a mental game for him. Oh, I can see that because they're so close, and I can see him wanting to be in the NHL because Williams in the NHL. How did we get here? It's probably my fault. <laughs> I think it was. No, no, no. But okay, so Kelsey's original question, or was it your original question? So who, oh, who like, who would we trade? Would we trade? Mm, I don't know. I mean, okay, so <laughs> why do I always, I'm always talking. I'm so sorry. I'll shut up. But I've been thinking about it and like, all right, so if I'm being rational, I'm not trading anybody on the defense, even though I think that Olimata could catch stuff for us. I'm not trading any of our defense because with Schultz hurt, I don't want to risk it. And like like Schultz hurt and Ruedel not, I mean, not Ruedel, Ricola not being <laughs> as good. And like, I've checked the stats and he's really actually not that good on the ice. And I think he needs a better partner. Um... But we just don't have the time to really, like, wait for him to be good. Can we send so, him to the AHL? When Trot, so Trotman, who is normally the guy that the Penguins call up to be the seventh defenseman normally and to sometimes play, he's hurt. So I think mm-hmm. that that threw a wrench in their plans. And I think that's why we saw uh, Alexiak get in a game, I mean, sit a game so that Ruido, I mean, Ricola can play because he was sitting too long, not playing. But I think once Trotman... Um, gets healthy, I think that we'll see a transaction with Ruido go... Oh my god, I keep saying Ruido with Ricola going down. Ricola! Um, but yeah, I'm not touching anything with our defense because all we need is one of the top guys to get hurt and then we're seriously screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, I'm trading... I, it needs to be one of our forwards. And I really don't see the benefit of trading Sprong. Like, he's not really going to catch anything. And we really don't know um, what his peak is here because we've never played him with uh, top-line centers, um, just Matt Cullen. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think trading Sprong, and that may just be a personal preference, is just it doesn't make sense. Um and I don't think you'll get a good return on him besides the draft pick. And if you're going for draft picks, then you should trade other people. Um, so I think either in my mind, I would do, I'd probably do Rust, but I'm not sure hmm. what Rust could take. And I don't want to, but I feel like he's the next, he's the next player that could, could get us someone of like, Are you? that could have, yeah. Someone of value. Yeah. Because as I'm looking at it, I'm, think, I'm looking at our bottom six guys because those are the ones that you would want to trade. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're not going to not gonna get, like, any, like, valuable pieces. 
like I don't think they would trade um Zar Zach. I don't think they would trade like I don't. It, I think it's stupid to trade Sprung. And then Colin, like he's a hundred. No one's gonna want to trade for him. Yeah. Sheehan, he's not been like as good as he was last season. But I think that's also because he's has he hasn't really been in the position to be as good as he was last season. And who else is on our bottom six? Russ. I've heard Russ being tossed around a lot. Oh, I think no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. I think Russ, you can have, like, no matter what time we record, there's always sirens. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Um, yeah, I think I think Russ, he's, like, he's just going through something right now. All his friends are gone. I don't know who we would trade, actually. I don't know why I asked this question. I feel like... Whatever it is from this point, it would have to be... I mean, I'm even surprised that Haglin was a one-for-one. I feel like whatever it is next would have to be more... Yeah. More parts, because I don't think anyone that they would conceivably trade would be worth... Or would get a valuable return by themselves. Do you think they should It's so true. It's so absolutely true. Sully. Um, you know what? I... So, no, because I kind of feel the same way as with Jim Rutherford as I do with Sullivan. He's done a lot of good things, but he's recently been doing a lot of stupid things. And I don't and I think that changing the the coach sometimes isn't always like the best because last year, I mean, if, if we're going on it, he's just being really bad right now. And because um, I think last year there was a lot of injuries, like good core players weren't playing their best. And so what was he really to do this year? I think he's going a little off the handle. What I would do is bring in an assistant coach who could easily slot in as the head coach. And yeah, yeah I'm I'm kind of done with Recky. I don't I don't I mean, the guy does nothing for me. I really don't <clears throat> see what he's doing. And I think that a new voice, someone with an actual voice in the locker room is needed. So, um, so yeah, I would, I would do that. And, um, and, and, and one more thing, I'm so sorry. Um, if we're talking about trades, so this is like dark Danielle who doesn't really come <laughs> out um, often. I try to like keep her away because um, I don't want to get attacked, but I would think two players that would, could be traded is Oleksiak and um, and uh, Broussard um, or 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 Riley Sheehan. I would I would shop him out to people because I don't even though I want I think Sheehan is going to be the new three C next season. Um, he's just not giving me any confidence right now. Especially last episode we talked about Kessel Jake playing on his wings. And I don't see anything. I thought that third line last game was horrible. Um, I didn't see anything that could 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 bring to, to give me any idea that this guy can can drive a third line. Um, Rob Rossi said that the Penguins are missing their Nick Benino, and and I kind of agree. And I agree in a sense that like yes, Derek Broussard. Well, I agree to an extent. Derek Broussard is way better than. Um, uh, than Nick Benino, but 
right now we have Riley Sheehan and he's absolutely not a Nick Benino. Like I know that Nick Benino had his faults and I understand that, but he's not giving us anything right now. And he's played, he played better last season. And I just don't understand what's his excuse this season for being this snake bitten. Like the dude's not even pushing play in my opinion. So I don't know. And it's, it's weird because in my opinion, the penguins don't have bad wingers. If you're good, you like, you can bounce yourself off of a rust or a Simone or, you know, you, you can use like our wingers aren't bad. So, I mean, like Derek Broussard, uh, um, Derek Broussard, Dominic Simone and Brian Rust looked amazing in the beginning of the season. I don't know why they got split up. I really, the, nothing made sense to me about that. Um, and they still haven't been put together. Obviously, Derek's still hurt, so obviously that's why they're not put together. But I don't even see Simone and Russ playing together unless they're on Crosby's wings, and that to me is a little concerning. But but yeah, I would. I would, those are my two players, or maybe three players that I would trade, even though I don't want to trade them. I think that freeing up the cap space with Broussard, um, some of Riley Sheehan, like Alexiak, freeing up that, I get that. But I want Alexiak here. Yeah. For sure. But I think that he might catch more than Mata. Because he's having a hell of a season right now. I, um, I think Sheehan played better last season because he was mostly on. He played center on the fourth line. Yeah, so like, I think that he's the best. Yeah. I think maybe they should try that. Like, um, Sheehan is at center. And... Cullen on the wing and Czar on the other wing. Like, maybe they should try that because mm-hmm. Cully's just not, he's not doing it for me. I, I forgot who was his other winger, Sheehan, last year, but I, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know who, what they should do. I, I just, I think. I think I'm also at the point where I'm like, I don't want to make any rash decisions or like of who they should trade or whatever until Broussard gets back. Because mm-hmm. the team will look com- completely different. But like, how long is that? Like, I can't, like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> They're so bad. No, I, I definitely agree. Kelsey, were you going to say something? No. <laughs> Just that the original question, should they fire Sullivan? Oh, yeah. Or are they going to fire Sullivan? Um, I don't think that they should. Like, maybe that'll be an option by Christmas, just like a few years ago with Johnson. Um, but I think that they should start with Recky. Ah, uh, yes. And <laughs> see how that changes. Kelsey, yeah, like, maybe. I have to say, you, like, opened my eyes. Like, I didn't realize... <laughs> No, like, I didn't realize how much he didn't do anything until you, like, brought it up. And I was just like, yeah, what does he do? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did they bring him in? to walk into the Hockey Hall of Fame and rip his plaque off the wall? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I definitely agree. So, no, no, I was, I was agreeing with you. I'm sorry. No. Okay. So while the Penguins have been dealing with their own series of injuries, it seems that the injury bug is going around in the league. 
Um, another penguin has fallen to that, and we have Sydney out with an undisclosed upper body er, injury, but Mike Sullivan assured us that it was not a concussion, which is always good to hear, um, and he's day-to-day, per Penn's Twitter. Um, and then Vasilevsky is out with a fractured foot, and he'll be out indefinitely. Um, Kuznetsov was elbowed in the head by Tanev, and I'm guessing he's out indefinitely, possibly day-to-day. Um, the Winnipeg Jets were just out here destroying capitals. I was I thought um I thought the game against the Jets was Wilson's first game back. So yeah. I was like, Oh my god, he's gonna kill one of them. But luckily he did not. And the Jets won, so it was like two for for me. Even <laughs> though Nikki that one goal like Nikki should have scored. I wanted I kinda wanted him to score. When I found out did. it was Nikki, I was like at first time when I saw it, I was like, Yes, yes, yes and then when I found out it was Nikki, I was like, No, oh my god, he just Why like, do you like him, Dan? I don't get it. He's okay. so boring. So he's not. He's just like okay. I don't know why I like him so much. I just he's not a mean person. He's a smart player. He's a good person. And I just I like him. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but if I say that about Cam, you attack me. <laughs> I mean, no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Christy, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, I that's just a don't, fact. I just don't see it with him. Like, I don't see it at all. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's me with Cam. Like, Cam and like, Nikki doesn't Cam. even score on the Penguins all the time, but Cam sure as hell scores on the Penguins. And like, I don't know, like Cam, and, and then like nobody else likes Nikki. Like, it's not like every player you know is like obsessed with Nikki. Anyway, that was a good game. I was checking in while I was at work. Subban is also hurt. He's out for three games. Um, Hishir Chikorin? Oh, Chikorin? Yeah, Chikorin. He's hurt again? Yes. He just signed his contract. He was hurt last season. He was going to start playing, and I think he got hurt in practice. Damn. Yeah. When was the last time he's played? At least he's collecting money. Yeah, but like, no comment. <laughs> no, and Arvidsson has a broken thumb. <laughs> I think that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he broke his thumb and he's out um, six weeks. Um, yeah. Six weeks. Yeah, he's out four to six weeks. Jeez. That's a long time for a thumb. Yeah, and then Chara's out. Oh yeah, Chara. Cam Fowler's out. Cam, okay, but like Cam Fowler, he like got hit in the face with a puck. I think. He's like, I do you really need to be out for that. For getting hit in the face. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that he can. <laughs> I don't think he can play and get like jostled when his bones are trying to hit heal. <laughs> And Chara's out, which really sucks because McAvoy's also out. Yeah, and like one other defenseman in Boston didn't play. Yeah. Boston and the Penguins play them? They still wouldn't win. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that and top Vask line? Is still out. Huh? Rask is still out, even though he's like, not, he's not injured, but he's still out. Yeah. But they were saying that that um the, whoever the backup was was playing pretty well. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, sure. Oh, Halak. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of injuries. But you know what? I don't like that. Always happens though. Like it's just crazy. I mean, thank goodness that Sid is only supposed to be expected to be out for like a week. Um, maybe more, but Sullivan said a week. Um, I just because it's just like the Pens literally have the worst luck with injuries. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone who's traded here, like they they were like fine, and then all of a sudden they just kept getting injured. And like, like Schultz, I feel like never injured when he was in when he was in Edmonton. Once he came here, he lost a tooth, broke his leg, concussed, like broke broke his arm. Um. Yeah, Derek Broussard. Like, here's the thing. Like, I always people say I always think that Derek Broussard is a good trade for Jim Rutherford but to be honest we really don't know because like he has not been he has he consistently played 20 games for the Pens no, no. and no. so it's just like I mean first of all I'm blinded by my absolute uh, like love and devotion for Derek Broussard like I would give him anything that he wanted what do you guys think because there has been a rumor coming around that like maybe he isn't fully committed to Pittsburgh <laughs> Broussard? Yeah. He wants to come back to New York. I just, he's, he'd rather play like one or top one or two center number, or like times numbers. I feel like, I feel like he's too, he's too sweet to like be that underhanded. So I, I don't believe it, but, um, I was just thinking about like Broussard and Schultz and how they've been injured since they've become Penguins. And I think that just proves how much tougher people play the penguins yeah, I was how like legit once people get traded here they're always injured like I think Hags was injured too a couple mm-hmm. of times since being traded here and it's just like yo chill like yeah, why no, are you trying penguins, to kill everyone they do pl- I, I definitely agree about people playing the penguins hard um, I mean look at how I mean Jim Rutherford got Ryan Reeves because of it he got Jamie Alexiak because of it like the t- if you think about it, the team's getting bigger yeah. after the cup win. Like, I mean, uh, Tanner Pearson, yeah, he is he's a two-way player, but he's a power forward, and he's a big boy. And everyone says that he plays, he uses his body in play. Like, it's not, he's just like a big guy that doesn't, you know, doesn't hit, doesn't do anything. Like, no, he'll use his body. So I definitely think that, Kelsey, what, like, what you brought up, that's actually a good point. I don't know necessarily if I believe that, but I don't think that Derek Broussard is trying to stay here long term. Um, I think he wants to win a cup here. I think anybody who goes to Pittsburgh, especially last season, like you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity, and 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 I mean, playing with Malkin and and Crosby, like you have a chance almost every year to win the cup. So I think that he at first was excited. To move here, and I'm. I think that still now you see that excitement. I think he's frustrated. He has had horrible luck here, just health wise, yeah. and um, yeah. And the so, media has never been nice to him. Oh, absolutely not. But I mean, I don't know. Like anything for a good story. I okay, think. okay. I just thought of this, you guys. How would we feel like if the Penguins continue to like lose? But DeSmith was also playing bad. I I think it's it's like actually bothering me how well he's been playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, 
be bad. Like, stop. Like, why are you playing so well? Like, I think I would accept the fact that the Penguins are losing if he was actually playing really, really bad. I, ugh, yeah. Because then people are like, oh, he's the bright spot. It's like, no, he's not. He's a piece of shit. Absolutely. I... I I don't know if we've just been losing so much that I just am happy for a win. Mm-hmm. But like I I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm not as nervous when dismissed in that. And maybe that's because like when he lets a goal in, we're all it's just all like yes, like we knew this person was shit. Like yeah. <laughs> but it's like when Matt lets anything in, I just get this anxiety cuz now I have to see like people shitting on Matt and it's like I don't know if it just stresses me out. I don't know, but I don't like. It's just because you love Matt so much. Yeah, and yeah. like honestly, like I want to see the team do well. Like fuck to Smith. I want him traded. I want him out ten times out of ten every single day. I will never say no to not trading him to getting him out of the system to not. Like I don't want to see that guy. But like if the Pens are winning, I'm not going to be mad about it. I'd rather them lose with the Smith and Net 100. percent But I literally am right now to the point where I just want to win. Like, I, I yeah. just want to... Like, it was oh. weird because, like... I'm sorry, real quick. When they won against Arizona, I was happy. But when they lost against... um, the What was the other team? The Devils? Like, fuck the Devils, but, like... Yeah, I was the... Like, at least the Smith was in net for that loss. <laughs> and I knew... I knew I was like, you have to start Murray now. So... Yeah. I wonder, like... One thing... Like, Murray... I thought he played better when someone was, like... Competing, yeah, pushing him like out of his net, but he like actually he didn't even play bad. That's the thing. Like he did not play bad today. But he's not playing bad, but he's there. He's nowhere near where he was playing when Flower was here. Right. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Kelsey? I was just gonna say that I do think that with the Smith playing so well, I'm hopeful that maybe he'll be a piece that Rutherford might think of leveraging. Mm Hmm. Yeah. If we had, I don't know how realistic that is, but it's not. But we can I hope. think <laughs> I really think it would be realistic if um, if Jari was playing out of his mind in the NH and the and age. Looks bare. Yeah, if he was playing out of his mind and was like goaltender of the year down there, then I think that's definitely that would definitely play he a scored role, a goal. I know. Yeah, he did. But um, well, you can't let in a goal that. when you score a goal. True. Didn't Rutherford say that he was looking to shore up a backup goalie? He did say that the goaltending hasn't been at to par. So maybe that's something that he's looking for. Um, but he does, he has so to get funny. a goaltender to get to, to give a goaltender. True. And I just don't see to get a good backup, I don't see where we could that can fit into our cap situation. Maybe what Murray, maybe what Murray needs is like a conditioning stint in the AHL to like oh my God. Yeah, I know it's like that's kind of shitty to say, but just to like, I, I don't even just to like I don't know get his confidence up. But I, I don't I don't attribute like a lot of the Penguins' losses to him. I, I could you imagine being the AHL team to go against him like two times Stanley Cup winning goalie memory? That to me, like I think that would just diminish his confidence. Then mm, you think? Because yeah, like. You're, I don't know. You just said you're two-time Stanley Cup winning Matt Murray. And you're going to the AHL for a conditioning stunt, and you're not even injured. 
Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be, I would be like, what the fuck? I don't know. He just needs, like, I don't know, like a but, jump start or something. I don't know. But, like, okay. Is anyone surprised about the way that uh, Sullivan is using Murray? Like, is anyone surprised? And what, and what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I remember with Flower, when Flower was here, and I just thought, like, Murray could do absolutely no wrong. Like, Flower, like, yeah. he's pulled. Done. Never getting a second chance. Murray, chance after chance after chance. And now, it's like, Sullivan can't wait to play to Smith. And I don't know if that's because of the goaltending coach, who I will always blame. <laughs> Or if it's just Sullivan just being fickle with his player. Like, you could be his boy, and then the next night, I don't even know who you are. I think that's, like, good, though, that, like, he's not, like, tied to, like, one player. That, like, like, he doesn't let his biases control his decisions. See, and I don't agree. I think that's exactly what he's doing. He's letting his biases. I think that whoever wins for him, he likes, which is good in a sense. But it's, like... Whoever's his boy, he's always gonna let. He's always gonna give them more uh, rope, because there were times when I thought that Flower deserved the net and he didn't get it, and I'm just like, okay. And so, I mean, to me, honestly, it feels like I can never win with Sullivan. He always punishes my favorite players or the players that I like the most. So it's like, I don't know. Like it's just like, what is going on? I guess <laughs> I'm just like so confused. But it's, I just feel like one second Murray's your boy and then mm-hmm. now all of a sudden he's not, like, you're fake. But I mean, like, but it's also like this is a business and we're trying to win. So right. I get that as well. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, that's it's weird to me. I don't know. Like, I'm so, like, I don't think I've ever been this, like, dejected with like the penguins and just like not having <laughs> I mean I know they've probably been worse than this but I just like I don't know what they can do I mean they can fire Mark Recchi like I know that's one thing that they can and should do but I just like what else is there for them to do for them to be better yeah I um, mean I don't know man either um I don't know how I don't I honestly I think about it and I don't know how to get this team to change it's mind-blowing how good they were playing in Canada and how bad <laughs> they play now like what happened like, I don't know well the big guys stopped scoring and I mean that's the only thing that I can say like the big guys stopped scoring like there was one game where it was like Crosby Malk and Crosby Malk and Kessel Kessel like and <laughs> And, like, everyone's, like, screaming, like, yeah, but also, like, what the hell? Like, so when the big boys aren't going, like, and they start losing confidence, and they start, over like, trying to do too much, then we're yeah. really shit out of luck. So I, I, I don't know. And on that note, we were talking a little bit about how the Penguins are the last in the Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah. Um, They're tied with Ottawa. They're tied with Ottawa. Oh, jeez. And it doesn't help that the rest of the Metro seems to be moving forward and gaining points. So, the Metropolitan right now, first is Columbus, then the Islanders, then the Rangers. <laughs> then it's Washington, oh my God. Carolina, 
Philly, and then what New Jersey. When was the last time Carolina played a game? I mean, they played 18 so far. I feel like I haven't heard about them playing games. But I, I mean, I know that I think it was Sebastian Ajo scored like a game winner and got to lead the crowd in like the home their little like winning thing. Oh, but I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm disgusted about Columbus. That is so disgusting. Um, and you know what's really really funny? Nothing. Their power, their power play is atrocious. Like their power play is really really bad. Yeah. Actually, what's more like shocking and like and not like gross because I don't hate these teams or like. What are the Islanders and the Rangers doing? The Rangers are supposed to be tanking. Did they not get the memo? I mean, they're 9, 8, and 2, so they're not really doing that well. They're doing better than the Penguins. I mean, but the Penguins are bad. Like, I mean, 9, (laughs) 8, and 2 isn't, like, a good, like, a great record. Like, I wouldn't think I'd look at that team and be like, wow, they're going and they're trying to get into the, the playoffs. Like, You've lost more than you've won. Like, technically. But, I mean... And the Pens have game games in hand. Yeah. But, I mean, like... They have to win those games. I don't know. The Rangers, like... I mean, the Islanders... I mean, Trotz, I guess... I always gave him crap, and I never really liked him as a coach. But maybe he is a good coach. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) what's going on. The Islanders, I'm so disgusted. Like, that top three in the Metro just makes me want to vomit. Like, I literally... That's, like, my worst nightmare, seeing all those disgusting teams on top. I think with the Islanders, it's, like, their goaltending was better than, um, than, like, what they expected. And, like, with them last season, they were very, very good offensively. Um, with Tavares and, like, all of them, but they were just, like, they gave up too many shots. And, like, obviously you're going to lose more games than you win, giving up, like, 50 shots a game. But I think Trotz helped them shore that up, and even losing Tavares, their offense is still pretty good, and their goaltending got better. So, like, it makes sense that they got better. But I don't think anyone expected them to be this good. And, like, the Rangers, I don't even know how to explain what's happening with them because they have no defense. And it's legit Zibinijad and Zuccarello scoring all the time. But Hank was like, not, don't forget about me. I'm still a, a goalie. Like, it's so funny because I do try to forget about him. I don't know why you hate him. Like, what did he do to you? Like, honestly, like, I, like, I think he's a brat. Like, I think he's so dramatic, and everyone literally fawns over him. Like, they fall over, bend over backwards to just, like, literally suck his dick. And, like, I think he's a brat. Like, that time when he he pushes his net over to get called, and the, the refs are just like, oh, like, oh, my goodness. Like, okay, what's wrong? Like, if Braden Hopi did that... Or, like, I mean, Tuka Rask or any other goalie. If any other goalie did that, they would get crucified. But Hank does it, and he's he's just being Hank. Oh, he's he's in the game. He's seeing it. Like, fuck him. 
I I think he's so annoying, and I think the double standard against him is so annoying, and I'm just like not a fan. And to me, he's not that cute. I mean, he's not ugly, but he's not cute. And okay, you have good hair, so what? I obviously don't like hockey players for their hair, because look at <laughs> like all my faves are bald or going. But bald, like, how so. has his hair stayed so nice when he wears a helmet all the time? I don't oh, know. No. I think it's like some like Swedish. Like, I mean, obviously the Nylanders didn't get that, but like Haglund <laughs> has really good hair. Isn't Zuccarello or that other Z guy? Zuccarello isn't he Swedish? Is not Swedish. Isn't the other guy Swedish? Well, the no. other Z name. Oh yeah, yeah, he is Swedish. Yes, yeah, so I was talking. About, I only said Zuccarello because that was the first Z name I could name. But like, there's a lot of Swedish players that have really good hair. Like Nikki has good hair. Um, I mean, it could be better, but like he's like basic and he's like, you know, but he has thick hair that's long. Um, yeah, I'd say a lot of like even like um, Carlson has good hair. Yeah, Carlson has good hair. I don't Both know if you guys them. know Oscar. Um, Oscar Lindblom has really good hair. Hampus Lindholm. Hampus Lindholm has good hair. Even Elias Andre Burakovsky. Yeah. Even Andre Burakovsky, like, he doesn't have long oh, hair. I but hate him. Um, um, oh, we're talking about the Metro. Yeah. I mean, finally... Um, Finally, Montreal. I mean, Montreal's still in a playoff spot, I think. But finally, they're not, like, in the top three of the Atlanta. Thomas. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Kelsey, did you see that? No. I tweeted it out, like, five times. What was this? Like, the announcer? No. no. a fan in a Tatar jersey. And it was out of I don't of- even think it was a Tatar jersey. You know, he had a Thomas Tatar jersey on. Thomas. But I will tell you, everyone keeps putting that video of Patrick Marlowe on my... Oh, oh it's Austin. Can you, yeah. like, go... Oh, let me... All right, I'm sending the, the it, video. It was, like, the first time I'd seen Austin, I feel like, in months, and I was, like, I was shook. I was just, like, he's that thick. Like, he... Ew. He's, like... He's like that in real life. Kelsey, watch it now. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey. I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like he like goes in the camera and points. Like he's pushing his way like into the camera and that's the best thing I've ever seen. I think- tweeted it and was like, I owe this guy a beer. Yeah, you do. It's he looked like, like he had enough. Yeah, Low key, though, I feel like that's Danielle at Penguins game, just going like, Malkin. Oh my god, I would. Um, But yeah, that was amazing. The Thomas Tatar guy is the only good thing about Montreal. Thomas And Jamie Ben. I mean, Jordy Ben. I used to watch Montreal used to do like these really good like videos with a lot of the players. Yeah, on the they used team. to do fun stuff. Yeah, they would do games. And stuff. Yeah, and I I used to like watch them religiously. Me too. But about that. they don't they don't do them anymore, and everyone's gone. So it's like I can't even go back and watch like the Subban ones because he's not on the team anymore, and it's awkward. Also occurring this past week, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, 
welcomed their 2018 inductees on Monday during the Leafs game, and among those were, of course, Willie O'Ree and Gary Bettman. And Gary Bettman also appeared on the 31 Thoughts podcast. Um, I didn't catch this myself, but I think, Christy, you saw it. Yeah. I, like, I listened to it uh, today, and it was really, it was really interesting, because, like, he, the way he talks, he kind of just has, like, an answer for everything. And, like, they were, um, they were asking him, like, Friedman and Merrick, they're asking him about, like, being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And he was, like, how he was a really big proponent um, of getting Willie O'Ree into the Hall of Fame because of like, everything that he's done, like, being a player and, like, um, working with the NHL for, like, the past 20 years, like, getting, building the game or whatever. And then, like, he was just, like, how when they had called him, his first question was, okay, like, did Willie O'Ree get into the Hall of Fame? And they're just like, this is not why we're calling you. <laughs> like, we're calling you for you to get into the Hall of Fame. And then he was just like, okay. And then and then afterwards, he ended the phone call with, like, okay, so is Willie O'Ree into the Hall of Fame? And then they, like, told him, like, yeah, he is. But, like, we didn't tell him yet. So keep that to yourself. But I just think it's really interesting that, like, Gary Bettman is, like, a person. <laughs> like, a person. <laughs> and he has, like, interests. Because I'm just, like, why isn't Willie O'Ree into the Hall of Fame? Like, I think, like, in my head, I think that's, like, his decision. And, like, he has a say in that. But to find out, like, even, to find out that, like, even he was, like, why isn't this guy into the Hall of Fame? So then I was just like, is that really real? Or did he just see, like, on Twitter, like, we were all just like, why isn't Willie O'Ree into the Hall of Fame? Because he seems very, like, slippery. And, like, he would give answers, but they wouldn't be, like, legit answers. Because I think they asked him about, like, changing up the playoff format. And then he was just like... <laughs> it was funny because he got, like, really upset. He was just like, no, because we'd still be into, like... Um, like we would end the season until like July. And I was just like, yeah, but like a lot of people have like a problem with this playoff format. Yeah, I don't know. He just seems very like defensive, and he sees he's defensive of like what he does, but he also sees like the game is changing and how like um, players have like their personality out into the forefront more, and how to try to like adapt to that he's like he was like how the nhl never never told them not to have their personalities out there and now with like this new generation it's kind of like impossible to tell them to leave to like not have a personality i don't know i just thought it was really like interesting i almost didn't listen to it because i was like i don't want to listen to gary batman but it was that it actually wasn't that bad so um so the, the he was on the podcast because of the Hockey Hall of Fame, or was it just like an interview? Um, it was like a it was like an interview, but like they probably interviewed him because, because he was on. That's what I was thinking. The he was in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. I I didn't listen to it, but I think Gary Bettman. He's so slippery. He's a lot. He's a lawyer, so yeah. they they, they tend like, to be that way. His, I work with a lot his of his accent. His accent is so like. 
He's Jewish, right? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. Like his, like I don't know. I feel like his accent is very like old timey New York, and it like trips me up every time I hear it. I'm just like Jesus Christ! Like I could tell he was from New York. Like once I, when I first heard him, I um I don't know how much I believe him about the Willie O'Ree stuff. I mean, I guess we'll never really know. But yeah. all I can say is I'm just happy that he got in, like, and he's alive. It's yeah. mind blowing. That's what Batman was saying too. That he wasn't in it, and it's just again, it just shows you like how the NHL is, and I don't think we've talked about this maybe, but I mean, just the people that they let in, it's just it's just really weird to me. But I'm just really happy that um. That Willie Rees in, in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he he's just too. he's meant so much to so many different play to to so many different players, and um, you can just see it. Like they really do look up to him. Like, well, I mean, I can't say they. I'm really just talking about Wayne Simmons. Like he really like you talk to him about it. Like he really like his face lights up. Like he really like. I mean, those players had to go through so much. Um, and I know that NHL is is making a documentary. That's probably going to be released in February, uh, <laughs> just for like the narrative about Willie O'Ree. But um, it looks really interesting. Um, Wayne Simmons is interviewed, um, and uh, Kelsey Colzer, Colzer, Coles. Oh, the Ravens. Yeah, she's interviewed in it, and um, yeah, it's just uh, you just they they interview a lot of people that were impacted by him. So I'm happy that he made. It. I, I'm just I, I'm relieved more than happy. I think I'm I'm really relieved. And he got in. Um, yeah. I actually caught a little bit of the ceremony and they were asking him, you know, what, what does this mean to him? And he kept emphasizing more than anything, how much it meant to him to be in a position where he can help to inspire young people mm. who may not feel like there's a place in hockey for them. And that, I don't know. I really liked hearing that and hearing how much he appreciated that and how much he enjoyed that was just it put a smile on my face. I think I think what's crazy is that like he didn't play in the NHL for that long compared to like everything that he's done in hockey, like right. everything that he's done in hockey and like growing the game. Like he, I think he played for like I don't know. He didn't play for that long because he had a bad eye, but it's like. He's been doing this for, like, 20-plus years, legit, since he stepped off the ice. He's been, like, promoting hockey for, like, young people of color and just, like, just doing it without any recognition, really. Yeah. And I think, I'm just so happy, like, that he's alive and he can actually, like, take this in with his family. And, like, he has sometimes, like, enjoy it before he, like, you know, passes on. Chrissy, you also, like, touched on another thing that I think it's interesting. Like, Willie O'Ree didn't play that many games. And I, um, on, sometimes I do, like, a throwback Friday, a throwback Thursday. And, um, and look at the different, like, um, black players that were in the league. And uh, they, they don't play that many games. Like, they may play hockey for a while, but they're, they're never in the NHL for a long time until, you know, until recently. You know, like they don't until, have like full. I think until Grant Fear. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think it is Grant Fear that 
it's just it's wild and it's like they're they have they're such hard players like it's never it's never like a like a skill guy that never fights yes exactly i'm never like i'm still fight. waiting for like black alexander ovechkin like i just yeah. want like i i want that so bad for like black players because i feel like a lot of the black players are like they're like fourth line guys or if they are really really skilled like their defensemen like Subban and Seth Jones mm-hmm. and I, I just want someone who's like so unequivocally good that you can't you can't deny how good they are and like because like with with Wayne Simmons that happens a lot and like what other black players are there? I mean, Ryan Reeves, Wayne Simmons. Yeah. Um, Smith Pelly. Smith. Yes. Yeah, Smith uh, yeah. I mean, the Smith Pelly fight. Yeah. Does he? Oh. Yeah, I feel like he does. Um. Um. What's his name in Minnesota? T. J. T. Brown. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. That's uh, Jones. I think has to be like the highest drafted like black player. Yeah, like, yeah, I think he's like he was fourth, and, it's just, and he was projected to go like top three, and that's yeah, so like, exciting. But like, I just want—I think the NHL is like really, really far from that happening. Like they've drafted like people of color like first overall, like Yakupov and um, Austin, but like want someone black. <laughs> like I just want someone like. I just want someone with, like, Alexander Ovechkin's, like, skill, but, like, but black. Yeah. 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 I just, I just would like, I don't know, I'd rather people just not want them always to be the fighters. Yeah. Because you ever notice how fighters, they always, like, I mean, people really do shit on them a lot. Like, unless you're, like, Tom Wilson, then you're, like, revered. Like, it's like I mean just the way sometimes the way people talk about Wayne Simmons it's like I mean Wayne Simmons has clout in the league don't get me wrong like people love Wayne Simmons but they love him because they're like oh he'll fight or he'll do this or he'll do that and it's like there's so much more to Wayne Simmons than just fighting like he's actually a good player he scored 30 goals or close like 25 to 30 goals the past like four to five seasons and so there's so much more to him than just him fighting. Like, I get it when it's emotional and and you want to stick up for your teammate. Absolutely. But, like, that's not all he's good for. And it's, like, kind of sad to see, like, Flyers fans, like, always just say Wayne Simmons fight. Like, fight. It's annoying, in my opinion. I, I think, um, like, a new wave of, like, um, the younger players, it might be a little bit different. Like, Joseph, he's, like, really high-skilled. And um, there's this, there's this player. He's in like the W, like he's in like junior juniors. His name is like Quentin. I didn't know that he was black, but I should have realized because his name is like Quentin. Quentin, but he's supposed to be really, really good, and like he he could go like first overall in the next couple of years, which is really, really exciting. And who else? And I guess like. Duclair, he's not known for fighting, but, like, he's also 
Has Jordan Greenway been playing regularly with the file? I have no idea. I thought that he might not. I don't know anything about the Me either. What happened? Quentin Bayfield? Yeah, I think that's his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was amazing at the Olympics. Yeah, he was. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Last season, in in 34 games, he had 92 points. And this is this is the OHL, so yeah, take that with point. Yeah, he's supposed to be really, really good. That was that's crazy. Right now, he's at um 12 games played, uh 12 points. points. Oh no, no. <laughs> but he's in the W the WHC. 17, under 17, and he has three points in five games. He's a goal scorer for sure. Yeah. Good for him. I have to follow up on him. But, um, I don't know about Gr- I He he scored on the last time. The, the last time I was following this, the Wild, he was scoring. I don't know if he played tonight against um, Vancouver. Let me double check that, Kelsey. I don't know that he did. It looks like his last one was the 13th. So maybe he sat today. He got an assist. Oh, cool. Good. They're ill. There was a Rangers-Islanders game today. The Islanders won 7-5. to five. Yeah. It was Ew. Oh, gosh. Okay. I mean, anything else we want to touch on? I don't think I have anything else. Okay. Yeah. Um... So I think that that's everything that we have today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, you can contact us on Twitter at where's underscore my underscore stick um, and leave us any um, feedback, any questions you might have. And then also subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes or your wherever you're listening to this podcast. And we will see you next week. I want to also say, follow us on Twitter and then like, Tell a friend because we're our our Twitter is funny. You have to follow. <laughs> our Twitter is funny. We have some really good content. So follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Okay. Please do. Bye. Bye.